0: Welcome to the Let's Get Sensory podcast. My name is Kelsey, and I'm an occupational therapist, sensory specialist, and ADHD. If you're looking to up level you and your kids' lives by learning how to live a sensory lifestyle to help with attention, anxiety, hyperactivity, and impulsivity, then you've come to the right place. So here we go. Let's get sensory. Welcome back to the Let's Get Sensory podcast. I am so excited for this episode and to be finally talking about trauma and ADHD. It's something I've wanted to talk about for a really, really long time. And so after receiving quite a few messages asking after last week's episode, I honestly can't wait any longer. And I know I had it on my schedule to talk about reflex therapy today. But as an ADHDer, once I am hyper focused on something and get that motivation in that pull, I have to follow my gut, go with my heart. So if you're looking forward to that episode on reflex therapy, I apologize. I promise it's coming soon and will also be a very special episode. But so right now it is Friday and I had an amazing morning. I've been riding the emotional waves. These past few days, it's just been extra wavy, Um, so Fridays are always that day that I am extra dedicated to my morning routine since I have the extra time, so I did my sensory exercises when I first woke up, took my dog on a walk, which turned into a little jog while listening to one of my favorite podcasts, um, which something about it turning September and just that breeze this morning and that teeny tiny crisp in the air, felt extra good and exciting. I don't know if it was just in my head because it turned September. But anyways, after I got back from my walk, I took my supplements, ate my protein, drank my water, decluttered a little. And so for me, my declutter task of choice this morning Uh, was decluttering my email. So I deleted thousands and thousands of emails, which felt so good, and then did a little journaling outside. So I'm feeling on such a high right now, feeling extra, extra grateful for this feeling, for this regulation. I try to soak it up as much as I can um, during these moments of regulation, my nervous system. And actually, I was taking my dog out right before this, and I live in an apartment, so I was walking down the stairs, and no joke, there was a bird in the stairwell that came straight for me, just out of nowhere, was not expecting it, and I almost tripped, and it could have been, or I did trip, I almost tripped really bad, um, which could have been just a lot worse, but which of course put me into extreme fight or flight, like, you know, that super quick, just out of nowhere into that extreme level fight or flight which you know your nervous systems get extra regulated or getting getting super strong when things that would usually have a longer effect instead have a little to no effect on you. And so you're probably like, that's not that big of a deal, but if you ask anyone who knows me, I have had an extreme fear of birds since I was a kid, and also bugs and bees, anything that really flies would just like set me into a straight panic. Um, I remember, and any of my childhood friends can vouch for this, just as a child on the playground, um, felt like running from my life from bees whenever I felt attacked and just like running around the whole playground for just a really long time, just being extra whenever things like that would happen, which um, I don't know. It sounds, I think, like the extreme unpredictability from things that fly was just a no for my nervous system, um, which I I don't totally hate them. Like, I still love them from afar, like cardinals, blue jays, butterflies, dragonflies, all those still some of my favorite animals. But I know some of you have to know that feeling with the birds and the flying things. You know what I mean? But random, but it still kind of relates to what I want to talk about. But I like to share these moments for a few reasons, Once you learn about sensory input, how it works, the nervous system, even just knowing the basics is so powerful and therapeutic on its own because it just makes everything else make so much more sense. Like little things like why I spent hours running away from bees, birds, bugs as a kid, Or why I was an extreme hypochondriac for most of my life. And even if you're listening and you don't have ADHD or you don't have SVD or you don't have anxiety or anything else nervous system related per se, it's important to remember that no one has a perfect nervous system. No one out there is 100% regulated every hour, every minute, every second of the day. That level of perfection does not exist. If it did, we'd all be robots. And as a highly sensitive person, as an adhd or an SVD and just an all-around nervous system-obsessed person, I feel like one of my gifts is being super attuned with a person or a child's nervous system state. I can, and maybe you can relate to this, but just sense the energy from the first couple of seconds. And we can all do this with practice and awareness. Like you don't know what to look for, what you don't know. So for me, this came from working with so many different sensory kids with all such unique and different nervous systems. And it's honestly just something I've paid very close attention to because as an OT, we all have to do that, especially as a pediatric OT. It's like one of the number one jobs that we're supposed to do during our sessions. And so I think more so than others, and even since I was a kid, but with all of this being said, one of the best tips I could give someone is just to spend more time giving attention and nourishment to our own nervous system and our kids and all of those teeny tiny little signs. Like if you think you know it all right now, like I promise you can always go deeper and learn more. Like for kids, really watching and picking up on those subtle signs, like for kids, maybe it's they're rushing a little bit faster to do something. Maybe it's fidgeting more than they typically do. Maybe it's a look or a body position or just a feel, and it sounds crazy, but what this does is it helps us to be more preventative in regulating our nervous systems and also helps us to just start to see life through more of a sensory therapist lens or just a sensory lens in general to see what helps regulate our nervous system what dysregulates it and this can be so different for so many people like maybe it's a bird and bugs like me or that are your triggers you know or maybe it's a place maybe it's a noise just start building a relationship a more a deeper relationship with our nervous system Like we treat it like our mule and our servant just like so often instead trying to just craft a more loving and healthy relationship with it, especially for the mere fact that we rely on it for everything and anything. And it works so hard to keep us alive 24 seven, which I guess this is a, a good time, the perfect place to pivot into trauma. So ADHD and trauma, what's the relationship there? and I'm guessing you already know what's to come. You already know the answer. You just need my, my okay, or just wanna hear my personal opinion. And so that is that ADHD and trauma are directly related for many reasons that I'm about to get into. And the first one is ADHD, SPD, everything. Living with these causes a lot of trauma in our bodies and our nervous system. The heart of them both is having and just living with this, these extra sensitive senses and extra sensitive nervous system. So when we have those different sensory triggers and sensory overloading experiences, our body is processing it as it would trauma. Our body, our mind, our nervous system perceives these experiences as traumatic which is why when I became a sensory specialist and occupational therapist, that I also knew I needed to become more trauma-informed and learn about different trauma approach therapies out there to see how to tie and connect this with sensory therapists. And for me, I love, I personally love the somatic therapy approach to trauma because it focuses on the senses. Well, one sense in particular, interoception, and I actually have an episode all about that. on um, Let me check what number because it is definitely worth the listen, and it is episode 11, so we're recommend checking that out, but anyways, with the ADHD and SPD experiences, sensory triggers, and the traumatic impacts that it has on our body and our nervous system, they experience this, like we as ADHDers, SPDers, we experience this more frequently and to a greater degree than someone without ADHD and SBD because we all have some sensory triggers, you know. So now I, really, I want to take a second to look at the signs of PTSD, so post-traumatic stress disorder specifically. And um, so I'm just gonna, this is Mayo MayoClinic.org. These are symptoms that just have listed out for PTSD. And so symptom number one is intrusive memories. And so now while that's not, a uh, specific sign to ADHD or SPD, but I would definitely say if you think about it, it's definitely still very related. I'm um, just thinking about intrusive and impulsive thoughts. And so next up symptom number two of PTSD is avoidance. And directly from the website it says symptoms avoidance may include trying to avoid thinking or talking about the traumatic event, avoiding places, activities or people that remind you of the traumatic event. And so for SBDers specifically, like that is a telltale symptom of S, sensory processing disorder. So just think about any specific sensory triggers or anywhere you experience that sensory overload in certain situations. And so for that, I see a lot of kids like that being school or certain like PE or gym or even the lunchroom. Um, And so for that one, that symptom, I would say check, check. And so symptom number three of PTSD, negative changes in thinking and mood. So for this, and on the website it says, um, symptoms of negative changes in thinking and mood may include negative thoughts about yourself, other people or the world, hopelessness about the future, memory problems, difficulty maintaining close relationships, feeling detached from family and friends, lack of interest in activities you once enjoyed, difficulty experiencing positive emotions, feeling emotionally numb. And I would also say personally, just as an ADHDer, and SPDer, and also someone who's worked with just thousands of others, um, I can relate to these experiences um, just probably because these tend to have the large, largely likelihood of incurrence when you're living with a very dysregulated nervous system state. And so I know I can definitely relate to all of these when my nervous system specifically was at, was just severely dysregulated at its lowest of lows, I would say, really um, around the age of 14 to just my early 20s. And so, next up, symptom number four of PTSD is changes in physical and emotional reactions. So, symptoms of changes in physical and emotional reactions also called arousal symptoms. So arousal, hyper, hyper alert, thinks extra sensitive, so sensory processing disorder, ADHD. So as you can see, just very interrelated. So on a website it says being easily startled or frightened, always being on guard for danger, self-destructive behavior, trouble sleeping, trouble concentrating, irritability, angry outbursts or aggressive behavior, overwhelming guilt or shame. So I think it's very, you know, easy to say or clear, obvious that these directly sound related to ADHD and SPD. Like every single one of those is spot on. So those were every single one of the main symptoms of PTSD on mayoclinic.org. You probably know that website. And so the reason I wanted to go through that is so you can see just how directly correlated and similar ADHD and trauma are. And like some research, there's research that found that when you have ADHD, you're four times more likely to also have PTSD. And another research shows that you're twice as likely to develop ADHD when you have PTSD. So, their symptoms can, as you see, look the same and they can cause very similar changes in our brain. And so, as a result, like there's lots of research being done um, looking further into the connections between ADHD and PTSD. So I'll keep you updated on that. But because I know one of the questions you probably want the answer to is, do I have ADHD or SPD symptoms because of PTSD or because of past trauma, or is it vice versa? Do I have PTSD because of ADHD, SPD? And that's the big question. So I'll just share my personal experience. Um, So for me, I wonder this all the time, and I look at my family because ADHD is clearly genetic. We all know, or most of us know that or have heard that. And so my dad is very, very ADHD OCD. And so you may know, um, like my dad is, I'm Jamaican, my dad's from Jamaica. And so growing up, he also experienced a lot of trauma during his childhood. And I am sure um, there has likely been a lot of generational trauma for a long time um, on my, that side of my family. And I, too, also experienced a lot of trauma as a child uh, just throughout most of my life. And so one of the big takeaways from all of this, for me, are really two big takeaways from all of this and what I want you to walk away, knowing if you're experiencing any ADHD, PTSD, SPD, anxiety symptoms, First and foremost, I recommend sensory therapy. It's the one therapy that really gets to the root. No other therapy comes close to getting to the root like sensory therapy does at that sensory level. And I have studied and tried lots of different things. So sensory therapy is my one recommendation. And then my second big takeaway is to also look into trauma therapy. For kids, this can also include like a trauma therapist or a play-based therapist. And yes, occupational therapists do this to a degree, um, but not all, which is something which why I personally teach this in my personal sensory therapy programs, both, both my one for kids, both my one for adults. And so then for adults, there's lots of different, um, lots more options when it comes to trauma-based therapies. So there's talk therapy, somatic therapy, EMDR therapy, lots more. And for my program, Sensory Therapy Retreat is also a great, affordable place to start. Um, But please, 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 please don't leave it out. Um, So sensory therapy and trauma therapy, these are vital, so, so important. Two major puzzle pieces, which is what I hope you can see, hope you can take away from today's episode. And so I would love to know what you think. So this is one topic that has been on my chest for a very long time. For some reason, I was felt just kind of hesitant and scared and nervous about doing this episode. Um, So please, please, please let me know what you think. DM me on my Instagram sensory therapist. Um, But anyways, I don't have any special announcements today. I guess um except for get excited for the next round of sensory life academy which is my signature program for parents which enrollment opens since or september 28th so mark your calendars and so if you have any questions at all message me or it would also mean the world to me if you would leave me a review on my podcast so thank you so much for joining me today I love you all and I love the sensory community so much and I will see you all next week.